Welcome to the My Intimacy Therapist podcast. I'm therapist and coach, Shade Giovanni. If you want to feel less anxiety in your relationships and enjoy a confident and spiritual intimate life, you're in the right place. So grab a cup of tea and a warm blanket and let's talk intimacy. Hey, so let's actually stop worrying about other people's red flags and we're going to take the mirror and stand in front of it and we're going to look inwards today at our own red flags or whatever you want to call them. I actually don't like the term red flags, but whatever. Um, (laughs) Here's why I wanted to do this episode. I just, it feels like there's this phenomenon right now and I don't know if that's just because I am in the relationship space so I see more of it but we're just really focused about what other people are or not doing and if it serves us or whatever and you know that's its own can of worms but where's the personal accountability and so the specific red flag I want to talk about today is passive aggressiveness Are you passive aggressive when you want something from your partner, when you need something, when you want them to do something and they're not doing it? Do you turn on your passive aggressive switch to try to coerce or encourage or manipulate or whatever fancy word you want to put on it, get them to change their behavior. And there are all types of temperatures for what this looks like, right? There can be what I'll call the the high intensity, hot temperature version of this where it's just outright manipulation, right? Like if you don't do X, Y, Z, I'm going to blah, 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 right? If X, then Y. Um, It could be verbal. It could be nonverbal, you know, slamming doors, um, grabbing their keys and and hiding it from them, that kind of thing. Or maybe you're doing more of the cool temperature type stuff, the lower intensity versions of passive aggressiveness. Um, We all know this one. Partner asks, are you okay? And you go, I'm fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'll just do it myself, as I always do. (laughs) Woo, I'm laughing because... Anyone raised in a Caribbean household? I don't know about other households, so I'm sure you can relate too, but Caribbean household, that is a gold standard right there. (laughs) But anyway, um, yeah, that is also passive aggressiveness. And you might be immediately wanting to come back, but you don't understand, or he always does this, or she always does this. That's fine. I don't care about that. I'm not talking to them right now. You and I are talking, so let's you and I talk. All we can do is be accountable for our behavior and what kind of spices we're adding to the soup. So let's do that. Sometimes we're passive aggressive because we just don't know an alternative way to communicate what we're trying to say. Makes sense. Or because the emotion we're feeling around a thing is so big or heavy or primal or overwhelming that we just regress to being little six-year-olds or 16-year-olds to an extent. It's 
almost like we lose our adult functioning and just become a child trying to get their parents' attention. And so we scream in the the uh, grocery aisle because our parents said we can't get a cookie. Yeah, I've definitely been there. Um, you've been there. We've all been there. This is a human thing, but let's just talk about ways to change it. One alternative to being passive aggressive is asking for space. So if you feel like you run way too hot on the temperature scale or you're very impulsive when you get to that place and you're not able to come down quickly enough to give an actual mature response, then taking a timeout is a great way to do that. Notice I said timeout, which is not the same as silent treatment or stonewalling or abruptly getting up and abandoning your partner and driving away. You have to communicate this in some way, shape, or form. Point blank. You have to let them know what's happening. And so if you realize you're way too hot to deal with the situation in that moment, you could say, I need a second. I'll be right back. Or I'm going to go to the gym. I want to talk about this. I'll be right back. I just can't think right now. Or anything like that. Any combination of letting them know you're about to take space and then letting them know you'll be back or some reasonable expectation of when you'll be back. That combination. This, what I'm trying to teach you here, will operate differently from someone who is just starting out in a relationship or a single versus someone who um, has been in their relationship with the same person for you know months or years. Because at that point, if you've been together for a while, you have an established pattern. And so your concern might be, yeah, but anytime I try to take space, they just follow me or blah, blah, blah. Yes, I understand. That's another human thing. Um, and maybe that's, maybe that's you. Maybe you're the person that cannot allow your partner to take space. I'll come to you next. <laughs> but this strategy ideally over time will help build trust so your partner doesn't need to freak out when you leave because A, they know you're leaving because you, you told them you needed space and they know you're coming back and you're going to come back. So the more times you're able to do that, repetition, it rebuilds that trust and so they can give you more space to cool down so that you can re-enter the conversation rather than being passive aggressive or just saying something off the fly for no good reason. Like, yeah, well, maybe we should just divorce or um, that's why your mom's, oh gosh, <laughs> stop. Take space if you can't control that right away. You will learn to control it over time, but this could be a good first step. Second strategy for you. Ow, that hurt. Find a way to let your partner know that hurt, whatever it is that's going on in the dynamic in that moment. Use your own language. You don't have to use mine, but your partner's not a mind reader. They cannot read your mind. And so when we do our body language shift of, you know, closing off, um, our tone gets shorter, blah, 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 you know the signs, um, or wanting them to ask what's wrong or it just, it's, it's not direct communication. If you say that hurt, now we have direct communication. Now we can do something with it. You might be thinking, uh, I don't really want to talk about it at that moment. That's fine. 
then you might need to go back to the first tool I gave you, which is asking for space. But we do need to acknowledge that some shift has happened in the atmosphere that probably needs to be addressed, whether it's you addressing it within yourself because it's it's your ish that you got to deal with or you guys needing to address it together. Now, if you try both of these tools or whichever one fits you better and it's still it's still not working and you feeling like you are heard and understood by your partner, then I would suggest having the conversation about it directly outside of the moment where it's triggered. So if you're being passive aggressive, it's likely because something has just happened that made you feel some type of way. And so passive aggressiveness is is your current way, your immature way of communicating that you were hurt. Okay. But if it's too hard to handle those in the moment and you know, this is maybe, no, Okay, if you've been in a longer term relationship, you probably already know what your things are that you guys revolve around that keep just are unresolved. If you are in a new relationship or if you're single, then you might want to think about the triggers that exist within yourself that tend to always lead to you feeling a little um, bristled. And so maybe it's an insecurity or maybe it's um, you had an ex that cheated on you and so that's a sore, sore topic moving forward, something like that. But you know what your hot button stuff is, our <laughs> grammar. You know it. On a regular sunny day, you know, a Tuesday afternoon, a Saturday morning, a regular day, sit down with your partner and bring up the thing. So you can talk about it without it being in the middle of the emotional circle spiral. Okay? We don't want to create a relationship based on eggshells. That's not very comfortable for anyone involved. So directly addressing the thing when we're doing fine. And it doesn't have to be this whole big stormy cloud where you guys are going to argue because you brought up something. It's saying, I care about our relationship. I'm really enjoying you. I'm enjoying us. There is something that has been hard for me to work through or to figure out what to do with. Just want to know your thoughts or opinions on what we can do about this so that we can stay strong together. Because here's the thing. This is a collaborative effort. A relationship isn't one-sided. It's not just one person. And so bringing it to the table so that both of you can talk about the best way for both of you to move through these moments is going to put it back in the hands of us. Not me trying to get you to do something or you trying to get me to do something, but us working together, keeping each other accountable for what's going to help our relationship stay strong and healthy and long-lasting. All of this all together is meant to reduce, if not completely take away, the need for passive aggressiveness. Passive aggressiveness is not an effective communication style. So, try one of these instead. See what it does with consistency over time. 
Wonderful, wonderful. I hope that you got a big takeaway out of this. I hope that you're going to share this episode with your partner or give it a try yourself. Of course, if you'd love to work with me, then you can visit my website, myintimacytherapist.com, or just head to the link in the show notes for this podcast episode and you'll get the link there. But um, overall, these tools and tips, they seem simple. They're really hard to implement because you're changing your pattern. So just give yourself grace for that. And I hope that over time you will build a relationship where you and your partner feel fully seen, fully known, and fully loved. We will talk soon.